Welcome back to New England Take Your Weekly Hangout with experts, policymakers, local business owners, and interesting people in New England. Check out the NewEnglandTake.com to listen to the podcast version of the show and be sure to follow and share New England Take on Twitter and Facebook. This segment of the program is what I call the take with part of the show where I talk about something in the news. The audio from this segment here is from MSNBC's All In With Chris Hayes. The person speaking is senior reporter for MSNBC, Brandy Zadronzi. It's hard for me as a reporter because I don't want to put uh, foils in a bad light, right? Freedom of information laws are wonderful things, but it is in fact a tactic of um, national and just hyper and, and uh, fast growing local organizations to use onerous public records requests. So what we'll see, what we saw in Maine is asking for all of these records requests of, you know, how much money did you spend on anything involving race? And then that is used to sort of um, frame, again, the school board as being, um, as, as paying for CRT, which again, is just not the case. And so that's what happened there. In Nevada, we saw, um, again, this local group called uh, Nevada Family Alliance, who was really known for trying to get um, Drag Queen Story Hour stopped at the local libraries. And now she, one activist there told me that this was the opportunity she had been waiting for. So she files these onerous FOIA requests, gets them, and then translates them in a way that's just not correct or accurate, in a way to suggest that, again, the school board is coming from your children and teachers are specifically teaching kindergartners white kindergartners that they're somehow oppressors. It's just not really true. So onerous FOIA requests, um, school board meetings being uh, showing up in mass and yelling at school board members, all of this is sort of a tactic and it's being left up on by national organizations from the Heritage Foundation to ALEC to um, other groups that have popped up after um, the Trump presidency to sort of push this American first agenda. And it's also being, you know, roundly embraced by news organizations, like you mentioned, like Fox News, Breitbart, other right-wing organizations who are just covering this stuff en masse when it's really a local issue. I don't even know where to begin with this supposed journalist. The fact she is so dismissive of the concerns of parents is disgusting. Parents have a right to know what is being taught to their children. The state does not have a God-given right to teach whatever they want. Parents have a say, which is why school boards and the legal process exist. And that legal process does not just exist strictly for self-righteous journalists that want to push a narrative. Anyone in the public has the right to submit a freedom of information request. The way she phrases the, those information requests to over and over again is onerous. If there was no reason to hide anything on public education, then they would pub- post it to the public. In my opinion, the entire curriculum should be publicly posted since parents should be able to use public school materials for homeschooling in addition to just knowing what is being taught to a parent's own child. This is a stereotypical journalist journalistic elite attitude towards the general public, same attitude that many politicians take. It's just wrong. Something that stood out to me in, in this is her breezing over and not saying the actual phrase critical race theory. She just said CRT, something that I love equating to the Patriot Act. The title of the Patriot Act sounds great. You're a patriot. Why wouldn't you support it? Meanwhile, the Patriot Act has caused countless people to be imprisoned and monitored without due process. But that's just beside the point, right? Same with Antifa. You don't support Antifa. I mean, it's if you don't support Antifa, you're literally a fascist. What's wrong with being an anti-fascist? Meanwhile, I don't think it's a great idea to follow the tactics of nuts in Portland, Oregon. Follow Andy No. His last name is spelled N-G-O on Twitter if you want more on that disaster. He actually just released a book in the matter also. 
This segment is not the place to dive into the specifics of critical race theory and anti-racism, but CRT is not about teaching people that racism is bad. It is a deconstructionist, revolutionary philosophy by people who want to rip everything down. This is not about history. This is not about teaching the mistakes of the past so we don't do it again. I'm really sorry about not diving deeper into critical race theory in this segment, but this is about parents being able to know what's being taught in school, so just keep an eye out for anyone that you see bring up that subject and just glossing over what it means. To take the devil's advocate's position on it, I understand the annoyance at the busybody parent micromanaging what's being taught. When I was in school in the early 2000s, we were still dealing with concerns about evolution being taught in school. The religious right were on the tail end of their public fight against the, quote, heretical left, but I think the indoctrination of left-wing teachers is more dangerous to the future of our country than idiots being afraid their children are going to be taught about some ancestor that changed from a primate into a human through natural selection. We need to teach our children the mistakes of the past and the importance of treating everyone equally. Martin Luther King Jr. should be the role model we still teach. He is who we were taught about as kids, not revolutionary ideas from Ibram X. Kendi and Robin D'Angelo. Robin D'Angelo is famous for her book, uh, White Fragility, which there's plenty of other people that are much more informed that if you check out YouTube, we'll we'll get some uh, better descriptions on that. The goal of this reporter to attempt to make parents feel bad for showing up at a school board meeting to express their displeasure. If I had a nickel for every time a reporter praised parents for, quote, standing up against racism at some random school board meeting. Parents, you, you must vote for school board. You have to speak up when something is wrong and you should not cave to peer pressure from idiots on TV. I'd also like to know what horrible school these activists and journalists went to. I went to a rural school in Maine, and we learned a considerable amount about slavery, the Civil War, Reconstruction, the Civil Rights Movement. I mean, maybe I just had some great teachers, but I think these people believe the narrative of systemic racism more than they believe in reality. Next up from the Newswire, Juneteenth is now federal holiday. President Biden signed legislation creating the holiday during a White House ceremony. Juneteenth marks the actual end of slavery in the United States more than two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Biden said that slavery took a terrible toll and was America's, quote, original sin, end quote. He added, quote, great nations don't ignore their most painful moments, end quote. Biden said acknowledging these moments helps a nation heal and grow stronger. The Juneteenth National Independence Day is the first new federal holiday has been created in decades. On the most simplistic level on this, Bridget Fetessy on Twitter wrote, imagine being mad about another federal holiday. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of people freaking out about this holiday getting at it. It's hard to disagree with Bridget on this. I honestly have no problem with Juneteenth becoming a federal holiday or something else regarding the freeing of slaves. Here's a little bit of strange to know. This act that established the holiday is the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act, which de- designates Juneteenth National Independence Day as a legal public holiday. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing. I wish they just called it just Juneteenth Day or Juneteenth or something to that effect. Um, I'm taking an extreme stance on this with Candace Owens, of course. She's a right-wing commentator with the Daily Wire. Someone much far to the authoritarian right than I am said a bunch of garbage that I kind of sort of get, but I'm also not on board with. From her Twitter, she wrote, quote, Juneteenth is so lame, Democrats need to stop trying to repackage segregation. I'll be celebrating July 4th and July 4th only. I'm American, end quote. I mean, I get the sentiment. I really do not like the idea that we're having multiple independence days on the record from our government. But slavery and Jim Crow is above and beyond just 
regular historical horribleness. It hurts nothing to have a holiday, and it means a lot to others regardless of their race. Uh, we should honor those lives that were destroyed by slavery and those who survived it. Once again, Candace is cashing in on an easy Twitter trend, and her idiotic enemies just feed the troll constantly. They just feed the troll, which is Candace Owens. I really think we should do Emancipation Day or 13th Amendment Day or something like that because it really is what matters. It's about our country come together to right a terrible wrong. But Juneteenth is ultimately a fine and great middle ground if we're going to be having a national holiday regarding this. Thank you so much for listening to the New England Take. I'm your host, AJ Kierset. Be sure to check out the NewEnglandTake.com to check out the show and all the videos we have from the past episodes. We broadcast every week, Fridays at 6 p.m. right here on WKXL, 1450 AM, 13.9 FM, and NHTalkRadio.com. Talk to you next week.